Wits University Vice-Chancellor. Thanks for your time this morning, Professor Habib. Thank you for having me. Now, Professor, last week we saw uh, violent scenes, uh, running battles between private security and students on campus. What were your thoughts when you saw these uh, scenes play out? Well, I was particularly sad about it. I mean, it, it really did demoralize me. I wasn't in the country. I'd been, I was at the UN at that point, and I saw this through the television screens and through the net. And I thought it was, it was, it was utterly sad. It was, how could? This is a, meant to be a place of safety. It is meant to be a place of, of uh, where, where students feel free to experiment with ideas and thoughts and learn. And the fact that we could have those kind of fights is seriously uh, problematic. I mean, uh, there is no doubt, I've said before and I say again, that the fight to reduce the cost of education is, uh, is, is important. It's a free, it's a noble cause. But when that cause is, is sullied by people trying to burn and, and be violent, then I think it's seriously problematic. And I think it, it, is, it doesn't do just, justice to the cause itself. Uh, students would uh, retort by saying that the campuses have become slightly militarized with the presence of uh, security forces uh, preventing them from gathering as they would like to. Okay, so let's answer that question. Firstly, militarized is a bit distinct because every private security is not allowed to bring private weapons. They're not allowed guns. They're not allowed pepper spray. They're not allowed anything else. So that's the first thing. The second is Wits University has always been clear that you can actually uh, mobilize, you can actually protest, provided that protest is peaceful. Where we take exception is when people try to disrupt the academic program and beat up students in the classroom. Where we take exception is when you try and burn down a building. Where we take exception is when people use the excuse of mobilizing peaceful protest and then start undermining and violating the rights of everybody else. That is not peaceful protest. That is not allowed in any democratic society. And so if people say we don't need private uh, security, then ask them, why is it all of those buildings burned down in UKZN or Northwest or petrol bombs were thrown at Val University of Technology? Last night I had a debate on one of the television stations with some of the students. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, I'm prepared to withdraw private security. Give me a commitment of three things. No violence, no uh, arson, and no uh, disruption of the academic program. And anybody caught doing so, you will support that we suspend them and expel them. Would you prepare to do that? And I will withdraw private security. They said, no, we can't do that. Now, tell me what, is, what do you want uh, the university to do? Do you want us to stand aside and let people decide to burn down infrastructure? Is that such a foreign thing when we're seeing it happen all over this country, including in the universities? How do we allow that to happen? Well, I, I must say I concur with you on that point, uh, Professor Habib. Uh, but uh, on that same program, uh, Fasiha Hassan from the WITS SRC made the point that it seems as though they are not heard. And unfortunately, it is only when you know they turn to protest action that they seem to be engaged. Okay, so then the first thing that I ask is I meet Fasiha Hassan, Nompendulo, and the entire SRC once a month. And we have an engagement on all kinds of issues. What Fasiya Hassan and Nambindula and many of the people are saying is that we want free education. And free education cannot be delivered by the universities and cannot be delivered by anybody else except government itself. And so I've said before and I say again, I think the cause is a legitimate one. 
and I will work towards working to a cause that brings down the cost of higher education. What I'm not prepared to do is saying that in that cause, what we need to do is destroy this year's graduates, that we must close down the academic program and make sure that nobody graduates this year. That is an unacceptable price for a cause. You know, in the 1980s, there was somewhere the slogan, no education before liberation. It destroyed a generation. Now we've got a group of activists running around saying, no free education, no education at all. That will destroy another generation. And the question is, are we prepared to allow another generation to be destroyed? The vice chancellors can't stop this. Neither can the thing. It's ordinary people that have to be heard. The vast majority of students have to be heard. Last night I said to, uh, to, the, to the SRT leadership, you know what, let's go to the vast majority of students, let's do a referendum and hear their voice. Do they want to continue the academic program? They say, no, we don't want that. How can you not want to hear your own constituency, the vast majority of students? How can you not want to reflect their views? You are meant to be their leaders. You are meant to be accountable to them. Shouldn't you be representing their interests? Isn't one of the gripes we have about our political class is they're not accountable to the electorate, that they, they listen to themselves and they just think, how can you repeat that and recreate the very failures of our political system by not doing I'm wanting to be accountable? So that's all I'm saying. Let's be heard. Let's hear ordinary people and see whether ordinary students would like their futures at uh, a compromise by closing down the academic program for the year. And let's act in their interest. Let's listen to them. Professor Habib, as per your costing, what would it cost South Africa if we were to go down the route of free education in this so country? Look, I mean, the numbers are as is. If for fees for every student in the, in, in the higher education system, you're looking at $25 billion per annum. If you're adding accommodation, which at the moment is about 8 or $9 billion, and remember we don't have enough accommodation, so we probably need to double that if we're going to do add accommodation. So you're looking at $40 billion with fees and accommodation, and if you're looking for subsistence on top of that, giving people the support so that they can survive and have food and all, you're looking at $50 billion. Uh, effectively, that's what it would cost to free higher education per annum, $50 billion per annum. That's not impossible to do, but we have to ask hard questions. We, have to, we can't do this overnight. It has to be thought through how we're going to do it, over what time frame. Is it going to come from more taxes? Is it going to come from more taxes and a combination of savings? You know, Fasiya said yesterday, and I think uh, some of the other student leaders have said on many occasions, we believe uh, that there's too much corruption. I believe that too. I've been saying it for 15 years. I've been, I, you know, I'm committed to doing that. But I can't make corruption go away. And so I think we need to save on corruption. I think we need to need better spending. I think there are other things that we can get rid of in the state where we spend an enormous amount of money where we shouldn't be and put it in education, etc. I'm very happy to do that. But we need to do that thoughtfully and in an engaged way. You can't say, I'm going to destroy education this year so that we can free it uh, from next year onwards. That's destroying people's futures. And that's just not acceptable. Well, thank you so much, uh, Professor Adam Habib, Wits University Vice-Chancellor. Your comments to 34701, Twitter, Facebook, AM Live on SAFM. It's uh, 29 minutes before 8 and time for a full news bulletin with Kumbuzile Tabete. SAFM, South